Good morning and happy Sabbath and happy new year. Well, it's good to be back here. It's good to be able to share from God's word with you uh, this morning. I read this story that was, uh, I found it cute, that there was in a large church in the Sabbath school class, the teacher was talking about uh, the gift of Jesus, and he asked the children who would be the most important in their perspective, the, the most important Bible character. And one of the children said, raising his hand, and, and the teacher said, okay, what's the most important Bible character? And the boy said, it is Eve. Uh, Eve, why do you think Eve is the most important Bible character? Well, there are two days in the year that have been named after Eve. Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. And so I think she is important. While the season, the holiday season is gone, and we are here for a new year, uh, 2018. And uh, we are striving to find out day by day what the Lord wants from us, what the Lord wants of us. And so this morning, before we start studying, we start uh, reading this text and, and seeing what the Lord has for us, I'd like to invite you to join me in prayer as we ask for God's direction. We thank you, Lord, once again for this privilege. We thank you that uh, we have been blessed enough, Lord, to be living and to be here and be able to still in freedom to worship you and praise your name. I only ask now, Lord, that you may use me as your instrument, that the words that I will say, that the thoughts that I will convey here may come from you, from your, from your throne of grace, that no idea, Lord, that I'll present here may be my own, but may be a reflection of your will for us this morning. I ask that the name of Jesus be exalted, that I may decrease and he might increase. For the glory of your name, I ask you in the name of Jesus. Amen. The book of Malachi is a small book. It's a very short book. Originally, in the Hebrew Bible, it has three chapters. And in the Christian Bible, it has four chapters. But it's not because the contents are different. It's just that chapter 3 encompasses all six verses of chapter 4 in the Hebrew Bible uh, compared to the Christian Bible. So it's the same book. It's a small book. It's not talked about, about very much, the book of Malachi, except when people are preaching about tithe. We usually refer to Malachi 3.10. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse and prove me, says the Lord. Test me if I will not open the windows of heaven. And so we usually refer, that's one of the key texts in the Bible that talk about tithing and our, our responsibility in returning to God that which He has given us. But there is more to the book of Malachi than just Malachi 3.10. And this is a scripture that we read this morning, that Shannar read this morning, where God's enemies are depicted as being destroyed. And the language is rich in poetry. And while God's enemies are being destroyed, God's people are being vindicated. They're being blessed. And upon them the sun of righteousness is rising with healing in its, hang, in its wings. While we all know how much we need the sun, 
on a cold day like this. And by the way, someone told me when I first came to Canada, they said when it's winter and you see a clear, clear sky, you know that those are, that's going to be one of the coldest days. Uh, in the winter, when it's cloudy, when it's snowing, it's usually warmer. And that's true. But we know how much we need the sunlight, how much we, how much we need sunshine. We need the sun to warm up our planet. We need the sun to trigger the process of photosynthesis in the plants. We need the sun to stimulate the production of vitamin D in our bodies. But here in this text, the sun of righteousness is depicted as rising and bringing healing in his wings. And this is not a healing, this is not a blessing that comes because of the light of the sun. Because the sun shines upon everyone. The sun shines upon the believers and upon the unbelievers. And God doesn't charge anything for it. But here in this text, the sun of righteousness is depicted as having healing in its wings. So it's something that is granted, something that is bestowed upon those who accept the protection of the sun of righteousness. Those who believe in God. And the scripture says that God's people will be healed, will be healed up, and they will be leaping up as calves, well-fed calves from the stall. And in a language that's rich in poetry, Malachi talks about the great day of the Lord. It is a great day that is coming up. It's coming up with fire, burning like an oven. That's what the Bible says. And on that day... On that day, God's enemies will be reduced to stubble. We just read there will be no, there will, there will be, there will be not left, not a root nor branch from them. They will be totally destroyed. They will be set ablaze. In the meantime, God's people will be saved. Now, even though the language here in Malachi chapter four is so poetic, let no one think that this is is like fantasy land. That this is just a story. This text is talking about a real God. Who on a real given day. Will come and take real measures. And will put an end to the real problem of sin. Everything is real here in this text. And I'm, thank you, and I'm thankful. I thank God that I have a, a loving father. Who will take in his hands the issue of sin. And will once and for all resolve it. But you might be thinking, as I may think and may ask myself, what guarantee do I have that this is indeed going to happen? What guarantee do I have that the great day of the Lord is indeed coming, that it will take place? And that's the question many people might be asking. How sure can you be that this is going to be so? Because... For centuries, people have talked about the great day of the Lord, and yet, He has not come. Well, I invite you to go back to this scripture in Malachi chapter 4. And when you come to the end of verse 3, you find right there a formal promise on the part of God. God gives us a formal guarantee that this is going to happen. And at the end of chapter of verse 3 in Malachi chapter 4, the Lord says, 
On the day that I do this, says the Lord of hosts. And so this is the guarantee that you might be looking for. This is the guarantee that I might be looking for anyone else. That these things will take place because the Lord says, I said it and I will do it. This is my word and I will do it. I've promised, I've said it, I've laid it out and I will accomplish it. And so in this little book of Malachi, we have a message that I believe is very appropriate, very timely for us here today. As we have just turned the page of one more year, now 2017 is, is history. 2017 is now part of this bigger chunk of time that we call the past. We now look forward to the days ahead. We now look forward to what is coming up this year. And here is Malachi talking about the future. Here is Malachi talking about the great day of the Lord. Here is this last book of the Old Testament talking about something that's going to take place in the future. It tells us of the day we all look forward to, the great day of God. But Malachi also tells us to look back into the past. Because in verse 4, the Lord not only says in, at the end of verse 3 that He will do this because He has said so. In verse 4, the Lord says, remember. And when you say, remember, that should direct our minds back to the past. Remember according to Malachi 4.4, remember the Lord, remember His law. Remember that the law of God is an expression of His character. Remember that He is faithful. Remember how far He has brought you in His way. Remember that you have been greatly blessed in 2017. Remember that many of God's blessings sometimes come in the form of tears. There is a Christian singer-songwriter, Laura Story is her name, and she wrote a song not too long ago titled Blessings. And the song says, What if your blessings, Lord, come through raindrops? What if your healing comes through tears? What if a thousand sleepless nights are what it takes to know you're near? What if trials of this life are your mercies in disguise? Many of God's blessings may come in the form of tears, in the form of suffering. And Malachi tells us to remember that we are not alone. Malachi tells you to remember that there is a day coming. Keep in mind that the great day of the Lord is coming. But between Malachi's message about the future and between Malachi's advice for us to remember the past, to remember the faithful God we serve, there is in between that, there is the here and now. But Malachi also talks about that in chapter 4. He also talks about today. He also talks about the here and now. And right here we find that as we are now living in the early days of 2018, as the day, as the sun of 2018 is just rising, 
Malachi assures us that the Son of Righteousness, Jesus Christ Himself, shall rise upon His people and bring healing in His wings. And so Malachi closes his book, closes this chapter and consequently the book, with a message of what we call present truth. A message that is applicable to Christians in this time that we live in. It is a message of present truth because he's talking about something that's going to take place just before the great day of the Lord. And so I invite you to read with me the final verses of chapter 4. Beginning in verse 4, Remember the law of Moses, my servant, which I commanded him in Horeb for all Israel, with the statutes and judgments. Behold, I'll send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he will turn the rights of the fathers to the children, and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the earth with a curse. And so he's saying that just before the great day of the Lord, the Lord would send Elijah. And some people in the past, as they read this, they believed that Elijah would come back. You know, Elijah didn't see death. He was taken up to heaven. We don't know much about Elijah, by the way. We don't know any, much about his childhood. We don't know anything about his childhood. We don't know much about his previous life, what he was doing before he was called as a prophet. All of a sudden, in 1 Kings chapter 18, Elijah appears on the scene. And he appears prophesying. He appears with a message from God. And as suddenly as he appears on the scene, he goes out. Because... On a given day, he walks out with Elisha, his successor, and he's taken up by a chariot of fire, taken up to heaven. But Elijah was a man who, even though we don't know much about his life, his early life, he was a man who came with a message from God. And so, the Bible says Elijah was to come. Elijah is the perfect representation of every servant of God who is called to proclaim a message that is needed and appropriate for their time. And so, there was this Elijah in the Old Testament. The Bible says in Luke chapter 1 verse 17 that Zechariah's son, John the Baptist, when the angel came up to Zechariah and told him that he was going to have a son, the angel said that he is going to go out in the spirit and the power of Elijah. And so in the New Testament time, there was this modern day Elijah then, who was John the Baptist, who came in the spirit and power of Elijah with a message that was needed and appropriate and necessary for his time. But Malachi is saying here that it was not only the real Elijah who lived in the past in the Old Testament. It was not only the Elijah who would come in the New Testament, John the Baptist in the spirit and the power of Elijah. But Malachi is saying that, behold, I will send you Elijah again. I will send you the Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great day of the Lord. And so, John the Baptist was not the last manifestation of Elijah, of the spirit and power of Elijah, rather said. There is 
There is a message that God has to our time. And the Lord is looking around and looking for modern-day Elijahs for our time. The Lord is calling people today to proclaim the message He has for this time. Now look what specific message Malachi says the Lord has for modern-day Elijahs. Verse 6, And he, Elijah, will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the earth with a curse. And so today, brothers and sisters, the Lord is looking for modern-day Elijahs who will restore family relationships. Modern-day Elijahs, modern-day servants of God who will help families get back together. Who will encourage fathers and mothers to turn their hearts to their children. And someone who will raise with the message that their children need to turn their hearts to their parents as well. This is the message that the Lord has for modern-day Elijahs. This is the mission that we have. And if we believe that the day of the Lord is coming, if we believe that we're living in the days just prior to the great day of the Lord, this is a mission, this is a message that the Lord has for each one of us. And remember that wherever relationships need to be mended, the Son of Righteousness is rising with healing in His wings. And He has promised to bring healing to those who fear the name of the Lord. And so this is the message for us today. This is the, the word I have for you in this first Sabbath of the year. That the Lord is calling modern day Elijahs. Just before the great day of the Lord. To restore family relationships. To restore broken relationships. To preach the message that the Lord has for the growth and for the establishment of families, healthy families, where parents and children come before the Lord and worship Him. And so this is my calling for you today. You may be a family of ten. You may be a family of two. You may be a family of one. Maybe it's just yourself who serve the Lord in your family. Maybe it's just yourself in this life. You have no more family left. Maybe you have four or five children. You are a large family. Whether large or small, the Lord is calling out modern-day Elijahs to preach restoring of restoration of relationships. That parents would be sensitive to the voice of the Holy Spirit and have their hearts turned to the children. And that children would identify in their parents the voice of God. I would like to close this first Sabbath of the, uh, of the year in a different way. It may be quite different, but we can still do it in a reverent way. First, I want to ask you to turn your Bibles to the previous chapter in Malachi. Something we didn't read this morning. Malachi chapter 3, and we'll read verse 16. In chapters 2 and 3, the Lord pronounces several uh, woes, if you will. 
and he's rebuking the priests first and then he's rebuking the people that they are not worshiping him the way he had asked the way he had established but then the Bible says that there was a remnant there was a group that was still faithful and here in verse 16 chapter 3 verse 16 the Bible says then those who fear the Lord spoke to one another and the Lord listened and heard them and so a book of remembrance was written before him for those who fear the Lord and who meditate on his name and so I'd like to ask you all here this morning if you're sitting next to your family members to family members we'll do what the Bible is saying here will speak to one another and if you are here by yourself you're welcome to join one of the families here in the church and we'll speak to one another but we'll, we will not just speak we'll actually pray for one another and so I'd like to do what the people of Israel did here those who fear the Lord that's what the Bible says and I want to be counted among those who fear the Lord those who just prior to the great day of the Lord coming will stand up as modern-day Elijah's to bring restoration of God's truth, to bring restoration of family relationships, to bring restoration of church family relationships. And, and so if you're sitting next to your family members, we're going to pray now. And it may become a little noisy as we all pray at the same time, but we can still do that reverently. Uh, and we are here to pray, right? Because the Bible says that the, my house shall be a house of prayer for all peoples. And so pray with your family members. Pray that we'll become these modern day Elijahs. And like I said, if you're by yourself, you're welcome to join another family. And we'll pray for, for a few minutes. Let's have one prayer in each group only one person in the group will be praying and after that I'll offer a prayer from the front here so let's pray we thank you for this opportunity we had to pray with our family members and to pray with our church family members Father, uh, New Year is just beginning. We look forward to this great day when Jesus will come. We don't know what the future holds between now and then. But we place everything in your hands. We place our own lives in your hands. And we ask, Lord, that as individual families here in the church, and as a, a larger church family, we may, Lord, commit to be faithful to you, to remember your law, as the Bible said, to remember your statutes, to remember your just decrees, to remember everything you have put in place, Lord, for our happiness, to remember the Sabbath, to make it holy. Remember, Lord, that you yourself have always abided by your own laws and statutes. And so that we may also, Lord, strive to 
have your work done in our lives by the Holy Spirit that we may be transformed that our families our households our houses may become places of worship that our neighbors our friends may see a point of light where we live that we Lord may reflect the light of Jesus Christ but Lord help us make this a reality in our lives not only Lord something that we may intellectually believe but that in practice we may honor your name and we may be a light a reflection of the light of Jesus Christ in this world I ask for these blessings Father I ask for each family here for all these struggles and difficulties that we face together I ask for our church family may we be blessed and may we serve you wholeheartedly I ask you in the name of Jesus Amen may the Lord bless you all and uh, anything that may be going on in your life bring it to Jesus and trust that he will help you and the son of righteousness will heal anything you need in your life may God bless us all